0: problem apparently solved. She said that this employee had voluntarily come to her uh, for a couple days straight to say, hey, I just did all those things you said and submitted it all to the central office. So so the employee has made
1: the change. Welcome again to It Doesn't Take a Genius, conversation with introspective perspectives and pithy points of view. Here are your hosts, my friends, Max and Marty. I think that's Mark and Mike whatever happy new year ramsey
0: wait a minute i think you're getting a little ahead of yourself happy boxing day mr marshall
1: boxing day oh yeah Yeah. one of my all-time favorites Uh, you know (laughs) i'm more of a corrugated guy myself
0: Uh, i knew that was coming (laughs)
1: yeah Uh, yeah it
0: was either that or a rocky joke i wasn't sure which uh,
1: (laughs) yeah Unboxing day, Eye of the Tiger, baby. Eye of the Tiger. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So, so like we've been bombarded now for the last week with with the year in review. Uh, All right. right, Here's the top 10 things that happened in 2023. Uh, And yeah, you know, you know, one of the Kardashians got a bunion and, you know, all this cool stuff. Sure. So the other thing we're bombarded with now is also the predictions and resolutions for 2024.
0: That is correct and you know we've certainly talked about change on this podcast many many times and we've uh we've we've had new year's episodes about how you go about change the right way and so on. Um but Marshall something has come up over and over again in the last um I don't know probably month um but I had a spate of it in the summer too, uh, where uh, just a very, very simple model I shared. And a lot of people just had some some big ahas. And I don't think we have shared it on the podcast. I'm a little embarrassed because it's one of our favorite tools. I know both of us use it probably on a, at least a monthly basis. Um, so we want to, uh, you know, hey, listeners, both of you, right in if i'm wrong about this tell us uh, but we haven't done an episode on the change formula so i wanted to talk about the change formula
1: oh yeah yeah and i have a pretty good feeling if we don't remember it uh, neither will both our listeners so <laughs> that's right so yeah this it's all new to everybody at this it's story. evergreen yeah yeah it's it's new to us uh in this uh, particular uh, media format i think so, that's perfect so yeah the goal is Uh, uh, our, our, our headline for this is if you want change, do the math and and anybody who's hung out with us for more than 30 seconds knows that we hate math. Yep. There will never be math in any of our workshops. There will never be algorithms and formulas and things like that. In this case, right. We believe the math is simple enough, uh, that, that we understand it. that we believe everybody could apply it to a change situation.
0: That, that's right. And there is one math principle that you just have to know, which is if you multiply something by zero, you've just said that zero somethings exist. So in other words, one times zero, two times zero, three times zero is zero. So you need to know that zero times something makes it zero. And we're trying to avoid that as part of this uh, formula.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So the formula is And uh, for those of you watching on YouTube, right? uh, Our post production crew will put it on the screen. Uh, Oh, me,
0: got it. Okay,
1: yeah, that would be you. Uh, So, yeah, the formula is C equals the product. So, imagine parentheses, and those parentheses is d times v times f is greater than r. And so let's let's break it down. Right, so C is the change so c equals the formula so so if you're listening to this right now think about a change that you recently made and you can diagram it using the formula think about a change that you attempted and failed and the formula will explain why you didn't succeed and or think about right this time of year everybody's making their resolution they're going to change something for 2024 think about something that you want to change and then start diagramming the elements as we break them down. That so, is perfectly said, perfectly yes. said. Grab so, a pen and paper, let's get to work. Let, let's get to work. All right, so, so on your piece of paper, right? We start with the C uh, and the C stands for change. So what should they do here?
0: So there, there's a couple ways to approach this, but I think a, a really good way is to think about a SMART goal. Right, like there's something there. There's there's something that that is a change I want, and so a smart goal would be a way to to start processing processing through that. And and we've talked about that, right? Like, what specifically do I want to change? How would I measure it? What's the time element involved? Is it is, is it really something that's uh, relevant to what I'm trying to accomplish? Is it something that I uh, can accomplish? Is it is is it you know a, a reachable goal? Those are all the elements of smart. Um, and so thinking through that uh, maybe even gives you a head start on some of the uh, variables that you're going to plug in later in the formula. But, you know, get a little specific here. What is it exactly that you want to change?
1: Yeah. So now I've got the change. It's specific, right? And in this yep. time of year, maybe it's, a, you know, I'm, I'm going to lose weight, uh, right? The, the, the sure. Christmas festive season packed on some pounds. So uh, lose weight is not a smart goal, but uh, losing uh, 15 pounds. Uh, yep. By June 1st is, sure. is definitely a smart goal, right? It's, it's 15 pounds over six months seems attainable seems realistic I've got a yep. timeline, it's specific it's measurable, I know if I did or didn't do it on June 2nd. So, yep. so that could be a smart goal. Uh, a more vague uh, smart goal or change opportunity was me. Uh, I'm going on a cruise in June and I want to look good when I take my shirt off. That's right. That's right. right. A yeah. little harder to get specific on that, but you kind of have a picture of, uh, of what you're looking for here.
0: But it certainly is relevant, isn't it? Right. It, like it really dials in the R of smart. So, so something along the, the smart lines gives you at least a place to start. You know, that this is the kind of change I'm looking to make.
1: All right, so you got your change on paper, and now we're going to work through the product. And so the product yep. is the things that you multiply by each other, which yep. somebody in the workshop had to explain that I didn't know that, right? I said, I was like, the stuff in the parentheses, and the, somebody goes, that's the product, dude. And I'm like, that's why we're not doing math. So, so the D, uh, the D stands for dissatisfaction. Right. Uh, and so the, the driving force for the change. And most people think of dissatisfaction or also substitute sometimes the word discomfort here. So yeah. they assume that it's negative. No, no, dissatisfaction can take two, one of two forms. It can mm. be a pain, which would be the negative, or it could be an attraction here's what i want to get towards right here's something that i want to move towards would be yeah. the attraction right i have i have all these clothes that if i lost 15 pounds i would be able to get back into right i can save money i love those clothes right this is a big attraction uh yeah. the dissatisfaction could be my doctors told me that if i continue on the path i'm on uh i'm going to be introduced to my good friend met forman Uh, And uh, that will cure my diabetes because I didn't cure it myself. Uh, So, so I've got this, this pain, right? I don't want to go on, on pharmaceuticals. The attraction is I want to be able to wear some of my cool old clothes, right? Either one of these, right? So, so on your piece of paper, uh, write down what are the pains that you're trying to get away from with the change that you identified and then list what are the attractions. What are the what are the positive, the 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 cool things that you want to move towards uh, once you make this change.
0: And and one more thing about that is, I guess two things really. One is that it could be uh, that you know, like you said, it's a it's a it's a headache that you want to overcome, or it's a it's a man we don't have this and we really want it. That that thing that we want. Um, it could also be for some folks just a number, right? It's it's just a, a number. Like we're not achieving that certain benchmark that we really wanted to achieve. I'm dissatisfied about that as an organization, as a team. Mm-hmm. And again, whatever it is, remember something times something times zero don't work. It's going to mm-hmm. flatline it out to zero. So you're going to have to spend a little bit of time at least thinking about what is the dissatisfaction or this whole formula doesn't work. And the same is going to be true as we go forward. So. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and how many times have we heard that, You're right? If somebody's somebody's if they're not dissatisfied, they won't do anything different.
0: Yeah, why, why change?
1: Yeah, if everything's cool, I'm not going to do anything different. And we see yep. this uh, even to the extreme of, of alcoholism. Yep. You know, you see an alcoholic, and you know that they're they're shortening their lifespan. They're 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 potentially losing their jobs. But if they're not dissatisfied, that's right. I still like drinking. Yep. <laughs> I like everything about it. Right. Yep. I see no problem here. The yep. odds of getting them to stop, or even begin to the process of stopping, is completely zero. Uh, right. Yeah, that's right. Which, which factors into our formula.
0: And, and that doesn't have to be rock bottom, by the way. Right. It could be. Um, uh, and, and this I'm I'm talking broadly, right? But let's go to the al- alcohol example. You know, okay, some folks hit rock bottom. You know, they they wake up in a gutter literally. But some folks, you know, I, I had a, a client that I worked with, he said, I used to have a drinking problem. Um, I started changing the day that I realized every bad decision I had ever made had to do with alcohol, right? That was it. That was the dissatisfaction. I don't want any more bad decisions. And so he made a made a change. But um, all right, anyway, let's let's keep moving.
1: All right. Right. Yeah. One more example. So, so anytime somebody makes a big change in their life, uh, I always ask them, I said, okay, so, yep. so what prompted that? Right. You see somebody that had a heart attack and they lived. Right. And, and you, you're like, Oh dude, that's scary. He's like, oh yeah. I'm, I'm exercising and I'm eating healthy now. I'm like, that's awesome. And then I asked the smart aleck question, did you know you were supposed to eat healthy and exercise <laughs> before you had the heart attack? <laughs> Well, yeah. <laughs> right. However, the dissatisfaction yeah. with the status quo wasn't high until I found myself in the ICU, and then that was a pain, right? Yeah. Literally and figuratively. Literally.
0: Uh-huh. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. I was laying there, and it was a super pain. And then that that now that factor in the change formula was high enough that it that it it, it, it the math worked out right. right Right. and it it may not have to be that dramatic i talked to somebody who'd lost a lot of weight not too long ago and i said what was the catalyst and they said the discomfort was when i bent down to tie my shoes and when i sat back up i was out of breath yeah i was like this is not who i am this is not who i identify as this is not you know i i see I see where this is headed from a pain standpoint it, the attraction standpoint is I want to live longer I want to be yeah. the, able to dance at the father daughter dance uh, you know mm-hmm. at my my bride's wedding or my daughter's wedding so yeah yeah so the dissatisfaction was was palpable and, and it entered into the equation all right yep. so okay dissatisfaction is not enough you got to have you multiply that times the vision
0: yeah and, and the word is so apt here, you know, the vision. What what do I want it to look like? I want to be able to see this future state. What's, what's going to be happening? How will things be different? How, what, what will be different about my interactions? What will be different about how I feel? How am I going to feel about, you know, achieving this, this goal, you, uh, achieving this new change that I'm trying to make? There are so many different positive ways we can sort of dream about and just start to salivate about, yeah, yeah, that's it. I want that. So, so instead of sort of getting away from the the current state, uh, this is more about going toward the future state. So, so what's the what, I got to see a vision to know what I'm going toward, and that's what this whole section is about.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, and we've talked about right defining the future state, right? Um, you know, why are you doing this? What would it look like? What would it feel like? What would you yeah. see when you got there? And so, and so here you have to you have to use mental imagery. All right. You have to picture yourself stepping onto the scale and it not groaning. Uh, you know, you right. picture yourself stepping out, you know, stepping into your clothes, your former clothes, and and effortlessly fastening the fasteners. And so, uh, you you picture your team accepting the award uh, for the, the the highest performing department uh, in the region, uh, right? Whatever the, right. But you got to picture it. And we even have uh, exercises where we make people draw it. Uh, we give them yeah. give them colored pencils and a and a piece of art paper and say, draw your vision, right? What's the timeline? A, a, a year from now, what would the the future state look like? What would you what would you be doing? What would your people be doing? What would the the, the world around you look like? What would success look like? Using no characters found on the keyboard of a computer, mm-hmm. draw the vision. And people giggle and chuckle, and then, but once they start doing it, they figure out, what's that adage? A uh, a picture is worth a thousand words, or a picture is worth ten thousand words. Yeah. So, yeah. so this one picture of the defined vision, all of a sudden, wow! All right, all right, I see where I'm going. And so, as a multiplier, the vision is a key multiplier, and it has to be clear enough that it that it that it weights the, the equation.
0: So uh, I'm I'm curious what you think about this, but uh, we talk about rewards, uh, you know, sort of giving yourself a little reward as you start to make these changes and maybe a final reward at the end of the goal. Like, you know, I achieved the vision. Uh, So I I had a uh, there was a car dealership years ago I worked with and uh, they they had a uh, I'm gathering a very expensive bottle of tequila that they were saving back and it was going to be opened when they achieved X, you know. So so uh you know is that enough probably not right like that can't be just the vision for the future is that I'm going to you know reward myself with this prize when I do it but do you, how do you see that playing into the the vision for the future how, you know do, do you do you think that has a role
1: oh yeah yeah you 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 hear uh you know famous actors and actresses talk about they imagine themselves accepting the oscar oh uh, yeah yeah, the academy, I, I, I imagined, you know, I was holding the statue, I imagined who presented it to me, I imagined my speech, Yeah, right, and that was enough to get me up and going to the next audition, right, yeah. I, I had dissatisfaction about where my career was currently, and I knew that that my skills and talents were not suited to the waitressing or waiter job that I had, I had this vision of me accepting the academy award, and, and so imagining the celebration, which was the recognition of doing all the good stuff, right? I had to have made a good movie. I had to turn in a good performance, whatever right. it was. Right. But, but yeah, the vision was, at the, the end was, was pretty darn cool. It's spectacular. I could see it. I could smell it. I could, I could imagine it in clear detail.
0: Yeah, it's, it, this, this is a lot of mental imagination and, and just having to, to make that future state seem so real to you that like, like I say, you salivate. You know, I just, I gotta have that. I'm gonna make that happen.
1: Good stuff. Oh, yeah. All right. So next, uh, the the third of the three multipliers within the product is first steps. So I can Amen. have this uh, this pain, this attraction, this discomfort. I can have this vision. If I don't know what to do first or right. next, yeah, n- nothing happens. So if my first step, right, your point is so good. If my first step is zero, I have not defined a first step. I multiply it no. all out. I get zero. No. All right, so I've got to have a first step. The formula somebody pointed out to me, as Sheldon Cooper type, uh, that the formula should actually be one over x uh, is uh, one over f would be first steps, because our system is if the first step is not working for you, you got to make it smaller. Yeah. And yeah so, yeah and so so yeah because we see people like uh, this time of year right uh, you know what's your what's your plan well my my vision is to have a fully staffed team all right so what are you going to do well i'm going to hire three people before the end of the first quarter yeah not going to happen yeah it's too big right the first step is like yeah. okay you know there's so much that goes into hiring people right so so we keep breaking it down smaller All right. So what would be, what would be the first step to hiring somebody? Well, I've got to run the ad. Nope, 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 nope. What would be the step before that? Um, I got to write the ad. Mm -hmm. What might be a first step before that? I've got to get approval from my manager to hire three people. All right. All right. Smaller step than that. Um, I have to schedule a meeting (laughs) with my manager with the topic of you know staffing up my department
0: yeah all right that's doable (laughs) and see you know what's so cool about that is when you break it down to that level well now i have a deadline on the calendar there's a meeting with the boss i think i might take another step i'm going to prepare for the meeting and do a little planning and say you know here's how i justify that this is going to work and Mm -hmm. and now you're off to the races right and like now you've done some things that are going to Fast forward some of the future steps, right? Because I've, maybe what I've uh, written up to uh, justify this to the boss makes it into the ad, makes it into the interview, makes it into how we, uh, you know, uh, uh, measure criteria on whether or not this is a good fit. So every every bit of the little steps end up helping you gain momentum and take further steps as you go.
1: Oh, definitely, definitely, and so so yeah. The and part of that prep may be roughing out the ad. Yep. So, so now I've, you know, so, so this all came about, uh, from, uh, there was some research around doctors and so doctors were struggling to get patients to exercise, right? You go to the doctor, he pinch and poke and measure and, and, uh, they'd always come up with the same recipe. All right. You need to work out, you know, whatever the, the cool metric was, it changes from decade to ge- decade, right? Three times a week. Right, for 20 minutes a day or four times a week for 30 minutes a day, right? That was the, that was the prescription, right? You need to, you know, these are people who are sedentary, not doing nothing. Yep. And, you know, and, and when you talk to doctors and said, all right, how many people adopted the workout regimen after you prescribed it? And they're like, none, right. <laughs> like, like the, it was just too big a leap to go from sedentary to yeah, working out three or four times a, a, a week, you know, 20 sure. minutes, 30 minutes at a time. So there was some research done and they, they tested it with doctors. And so the, what they did was the doctors prescribed the following exercise regimen. Mm -hmm. What I want you to do is while you're watching TV in the evening, when you're, when a commercial comes on, while you're watching your favorite show, I want you to stand in front of your chair and walk in place for the length of one commercial.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Yep.
1: Can you, can you do it? Yep. well, You want me to just stand in front of my chair and move my feet up and down for thirty seconds? Yeah, that's it. Right. So the 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 goal, uh, right? The first step was so tiny that no one could come back to the doctor and go, just couldn't do it, doc. (laughs) You know, it was was a bridge too far. (laughs) You know, I just, uh, you know. So what they found was, as you know, as you would imagine. Once people got up and started moving for that first commercial, uh, right well then well, I'll do it for the next commercial. Yeah. I'll do it for the whole commercial break. Yep. Oh, I'll do it for all the commercial breaks.
0: One thing led to another.
1: yeah, it so it started a compound. It's like, well, that's so silly to sit back down now. i'll just I'll do it for the show. And then lo and behold, they look over and they've got this amazing clothes rack, and yep. when they took the clothes off of it, they discovered a treadmill under it like wow i I, I wonder what was under there that's fantastic so they drug it out fired it up and now they're walking you know while they're watching tv Uh, right so so the the first step if it's too big it's too onerous uh, it seems too daunting it's the equivalent of a zero in your change formula
0: yeah so uh, I, I actually have done that over the course of this year. Uh, I, I ran a 5K. I know you're always running, uh, but uh, I ran a 5K uh, last year and um, my my daughter fell a couple times during the 5K, scraped her knee. Dad ends up carrying her. That was my excuse that um, about two days after the 5K, like I was waking up like a gorilla, you know, oh, you know, my lower back hurts so bad. That still wasn't enough pain. I had to wait for about a month and a half to go by two months, maybe where I said, I still have that pain. This is ridiculous. I need to do something. Mm-hmm. And I started imagining like, wait a minute, in a year, there's going to be that same 5k. I should be able to run it without that pain. I mean, that this is ridiculous. What's my next step? Well, I'm not going to run. I can tell you that right now. Like that, that would hurt too bad, but I could walk. Mm-hmm. And so I started walking. I couldn't tell you how often, but I tried to make it a real habit that, you know, if if uh, if I got up before the kids and got through breakfast and a little Bible study, I would turn off the alarm, go outside without waking anybody up and, and walk the neighborhood. I had, you know, kind of like a mile route, you know, it was just 30 minutes and I was done. And hey, guess what? Last month I ran the 5K. No pain. It worked. It worked. So there, there, there are, you, you will be able to think of examples. I I give you that example because I never once consciously said change formula. Let me plug that in, but I naturally did it right. Because these elements, these three elements are so uh, key. Um, I've got an example that I'll share later of a a client who recently did this without even thinking about it. That's so cool. But I think you probably want to talk about the greater than resistance symbol before we go there, don't you?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so, yeah, people always remark on that. They're like, oh, man, if I just multiply these three things together, uh, change will occur. It's like, nope. When you multiply them all together, uh, the total uh, of that multiplication must be greater than R. And R is resistance, and right. what's what's interesting about this is is it's it's not optional. It's uh-huh. not like the formula sometimes has R and sometimes doesn't. No, resistance is always present. the The mildest form of resistance may just be uh, right. One of the laws of motion: an object yeah. at rest tends to stay at rest, right? Unless, unless acted on by an unequal force. Most yeah. people don't know that part, but you know, I thought I'd throw it in. Uh, so. <laughs> So yes. the, the unequal force would be the product of D times V uh, times F. Uh, right. and so, so resistance is going to be there and resistance could be huge, right? Resistance could be cultural norms, the, the, the my peer groups, it, it could be, a, a, you know, it's a person, it would be a personal best. I've never done this before. Mm-hmm. And, and so all of that is daunting. And so, so you tinker around with, with the dissatisfaction, the, the vision and the first steps until once you multiply that together, it overcomes whatever resistance is there. So if those of you working at home, go yep. ahead and write down some of the resistance, yep. right? You've imagined your first step, you've imagined the vision, the, the discomfort, and now what is the resistance? What are the things that you must overcome you know, mentally, personally, physically, yep uh, you know, organizationally, uh, that would, that's going to make it difficult to make the change that you initially identified.
0: So I would like to give an example of how all of this comes together very naturally. And, uh, and I'm going to take it to the field of coaching because we've talked about this on the podcast before, right? A coach, you know, don't think an athletic coach per se, think stage coach or uh coach bus, you know, what's, what's the point of that kind of coach? It's to get you from here to there, right? And so that's that's what we've done with the change formula, right? We're dissatisfied with here. We got a vision of there and we need some next steps to start getting there. Mm-hmm. And it is very natural for a manager to just ask questions, open-ended questions to help an employee or a team see that they're dissatisfied with here. They want to get to that vision of there, and there are next steps that they could execute. So I, I, I shared the change formula recently with a client, and uh, she had been banging her head against the wall trying to get some employees in one department to change a process. She knew they needed to change it. She was so like, nobody could be happy with these results. Surely nobody's happy with these results. Surely we want to change. And I, I shared the the change formula elements, the the at least the three parts of of uh, you know the the present and the future and, and the next steps. And she goes, well, holy cow! I just did that last week in a different department. I had somebody who was terrible at paperwork, and I knew it could be better because I had been in her role, and I knew that the paperwork could be better because I had done it, uh, and it was better for everybody when when that happened. And and uh, so I took her out to dinner and I said, you know, what, uh, what are, you know, how are things going for you? And the employee said, ah, you know, it's, it's good. It's good. Um, just wish I had more time. Oh, more time. Tell me more about that. Yeah. I'm, I'm dissatisfied with, with how much uh, I don't have much time in the day. And so she started Getting her to unpack, you know, all these things where she was having to recreate work and stuff was coming back from central office that she was having to correct and so on and so forth. Oh, so so it sounds like you're dissatisfied with your current state of, you know, what's happening with your day. And and, hey, would you would you be interested in a vision of the future where you get some time back, where everything just kind of flows, where things uh, don't come back from the central office ever? And uh, the employee said, yes, yes, and yes, that is exactly what I'd like to have happen. And she said, well, I've got some suggested next steps for you. Here's some things that I did when I was in your role. And problem apparently solved. She said that this employee had voluntarily come to her uh, for a couple days straight to say, hey, I just did all those things you said and submitted it all to the central office. So, so the employee is, has made the change. Now, we'll see if it works. We'll see if it lasts. But um, this is the first time it happened. And, and the aha for my client was I was dissatisfied, but I didn't spend any time finding out if they were dissatisfied and what their pain points were and where, you know, where, where they needed the pain uh, to be amplified and, and brought before their eyes. Um, and the same, of course, is going to be true vision of the future and next steps. You know, what do you see as the vision? What do you see as next steps? But again, you know, this was something she did without hearing our podcast. You know, this just came naturally to her. It was good, open ended questions, (laughs) and then maybe a little bit of leading questions towards the end, trying to say, okay, let's figure out a plan here. But I just thought it was a nice, uh, quick and easy example of how any manager can do this with their people. You just have to walk through exploring this in a coaching format. Oh, yeah. There's my example.
1: Well, and we'll, we'll make available uh, a handout that we use. Uh, yes. It's just got like less than 10 letters on it and um, and just some fill in the blank areas that kind of helps keep you on track if you're having yeah. this conversation. want to do it a little more formally. Yeah, um, yeah I had an example though, just a couple of weeks ago where it was a department. They've been losing money for over a year, substantial amounts of money, just not profitable and so the owner right he had a vision of a profitable department with happy customers long-term employees making lots of money makes sense So he went to the manager and says all right you need to start making some changes so he started moving some people around making some changes well the whole department went into a complete uproar resistance went through the roof (laughs) and uh, so we're sitting down trying to figure out okay what went wrong here and so we were looking at the owner had dissatisfaction The manager had some dissatisfaction we found out that no one had ever told anyone in the department that the department was losing money every month (laughs) that the other departments were subsidizing their success their pay yeah right right, their ability to continue forward yep and and so when we started to make changes and they had no discomfort right the resistance just went through the roof yeah and it's like, what happened? It's like, has no one told them that? Yeah, this is an unsustainable path, and we'll end right. in, the, in the whole shutdown of the thing. Nope we didn't want to we didn't want to make them sad, so we never told them that <laughs>
0: money we losing. Well, you're gonna well, we, them- and we don't want to make them sad, but we do want to make them dissatisfied, right? We want them to yeah. see where the dissatisfaction is. Yeah. And,
1: and they're gonna be much more sad when you padlock the door. <laughs> right. Right. They have zero. Pay now or pay later yeah 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 it's it's more sadness to come so yeah. so there was an example of where there was a neglected uh, element of the change formula which right. in this case ramped up resistance yeah yeah perfect so so yeah if nothing's changing that means i've either i've got to ramp up the discomfort right the pain or attraction the vision mm-hmm. must be clear or i must yep. make the first step a tiny bit small tiny tiny, tiny. And yeah and i keep tweaking the formula uh, right, just like in your example, in this case, it could be a one-on-one kind of thing. I keep mm-hmm. tweaking the formula until somehow the math works out that it overcomes resistance, and then the change begins.
0: Perfect, perfect. It it's so common sense, um, and sometimes it just takes spelling it out to make this work. Um, and and that's what we do. You know, uh, we've talked about this many times. If you put a name to it, you can tame it. Right, name it and tame it. And so that's that's what we're doing here is is trying to label some of these things so that we can actually manage and address them. So hopefully this helps everybody get a great start to Y2K24. Is that how you say it? Y2K plus
1: 24. I don't you, you and your Greek stuff just confuses me. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Let me throw that stuff out there. Yeah. All right, so let's, uh, let's wrap this up. We'll throw it over to our favorite uh, theoretical physicist, uh, mathematician, and avid Pez collector, Mr. Wolf. Take it away, sir.
0: I wish he collected Pez. I'd love that.
1: <laughs> so go ahead and tweet that, or share it any other way you want. As always, there are no rights reserved, no trademarks, no copyrights. Share it if you want to. And join us next time on It Doesn't Take a Genius.
0: That's good enough.